Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. We are on to Saturday. Had a pretty good game last night, or should say Thursday night. I've already talked about that. I hope you're all doing well. And first up, we have an email. No, we have a voicemail, actually. We have a voicemail from Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor talking about the episode I did on Assassins. Go ahead, Tim. Hey, go ahead. Tim Shorts from Gothridge Manor here. Assassins are tough because of uh, what you're talking about. They They have to hide their identity, their class, but the restrictions on them from wearing different things, because I know back in the day when I tried to play an assassin and tried to kind of just blend in as a fighter, you couldn't do this, you couldn't do that. The best you could do is kind of, you know, consider yourself as almost a thief, and that was about it. Uh, one time I tried to do it as a ranger, but it just never seemed to work out. It was almost like you... It announced itself, so... Yeah, it's a tough one, but uh, I think uh, with a little reworking with the class, it definitely can be like a fun one to do. So, good episode. Thank you very much, Tim. Yes, I consider Assassins one of the harder classes to play because you're always undercover, unless the whole party is okay with you being an Assassin. And even then, beyond the party, he'd have his cover. They would cover for him, but he would have his cover, so... It's almost like it's it's like being a spy, same thing, and it's just that you kill people, <laughs> you kill people more than spies do. You're not in for info. He's going to kill somebody, so I understand that. And thank you for sending that in. Thank you for giving me a call on it. So today we will talk about the Ranger, 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 which came up. First in the one e player's handbook. And this is dear to my heart because it's, I want to say, it's, it's the first real character I played. I want to say it's the first character I ever played in a role playing game, but that's, I, I, I originally, first time I played, played Nelg the Wizard, which lasted all of maybe an hour into the game when he, and everyone else got eaten by another member of the party who was a were-tiger. And that was not a pleasant ex- first experience. I'm s- surprised I stayed with the games after that. It was, ba- it was the guys. It, it was his wife who was playing the character, and she was pretty much a manipulative person who Mary sued all of, he Mary sued all over the place for. Her, and nah, I don't want to get into it anyway. But after that, I played Mort the Ranger. Mort the Ranger was fun. And I really enjoyed Ranger types. I didn't know anything about Lord of the Rings at that time. Maybe the Bakshi film I saw, but I didn't I didn't know much about it, so I had likened him more to either Robin Hood or one of his merry men. And that's pretty much a good example of it because they live in the forest and they know tracking and things like that. And I'm looking here on page 24 of the 1E Player's Handbook on the Ranger. They have some special abilities, of course. 
and their D, their D8 hit die. And what else we have? The giant classed, class, classed? <laughs> In the giant class, that is their pretty much a, that's their race foe. That's their chosen. So they're basically giant slayers. They do get limited druidic spellability at 8th level. And ninth level, they get magic use spellability. And they can employ all non-written magic items which pertain, pertain to clear audience at 10th level. And at 10th level, you start getting the followers and establishing your keep and all that kind of stuff. And they'll have their own experience point chart. Now, rangers, let's, let's think about rangers for a minute. Rangers are the guys you send out or go out and bond with whatever environment, environment they, they happen to be in. So I can understand that. And I'm saying environment because this is the kind of class that can go anywhere. You can have sea rangers or snow arctic rangers. You can even have city rangers. Think about it. If you think if you think in superhero comics, Daredevil and Batman are kind of rangers because they're sweet rot street streetwise, they know the city. Even Rorschach from Watchmen is a kind of ranger, and Spidey could be. All those urban heroes like that, Luke Cage definitely, because rangers like to set themselves up sometimes as protectors of areas. And Luke Cage is basically trying to protect Hell's Kitchen. So was Matt Murdock to a certain extent. But, you know, and that's kind of a ranger shtick along with the, the, with the druids. They tend to get along with the druids and work hand in hand with them. But you have different types of rangers. Arctic rangers would be interesting. Sea rangers, also known as a sailor. No, not really. But you could be a sea ranger. <laughs> Aquaman. No, not Aquaman. Uh, and so you would have some kind of special aquatic. Maybe, maybe, you, maybe you have like a faster movement in water when you're swimming than most people or something like that. And all these other type things. Once you get the druid and the magic user spells, you can do stuff like free action, rigor free, you know, use things like frigor free actions and water breathing and all that kind of stuff, cast water breathing. And you can do that. Let's think of what other situation a ranger could be in. I thought of one, the King's Rangers. Now, rangers have a great deal of wilderness lore, so a king would probably employ them as something like wardens of the forest, keeping out poachers, to protecting protecting the wildlife and things like that. I don't know how I don't know how rangers feel about you know the king's forest, the king's animals, that you know he has the right to kill the king's deer, you know, the, the king has the right to kill the deer and all in his in his place because they're chaotic. There are a lot of them are chaotic good and they they tend to bond not so much with druids, but they tend to bond with nature enough. So you'd have to have a certain you know, you have to have a certain cut of ranger for that to be viable and feasible, if you know what I mean. But it can be done. It may be that, like, he could make a compromise with the king. The king will, the king or the king's men will only take a certain amount of wildlife per season or something like that. 
because he understands that along with the crops that the king's, you know, the people who farm on the king's land get, if he, he's got to be a landholder, along with that, they're going to need their, you know, they're going to need their venison and things like that. I'm sure they have ranchers and people who raise cows and the, the usual the usual thing like that. But every once in a while, they may want, they're having a special, like I say, a marriage. His daughter's getting married to this other prince, and at the reception, they want squab or some, or, or stuffed quail or something fancy like that. Then, you know, he'd, he'd go ahead and the ranger said, okay, cool, it's a, a special occasion or something like that. So, he would be kind of, I think it would be kind of cool with that. Or if he didn't, that'd make a good story right there. <laughs> Ain't I clever? So the ranger is probably one of the more versatile, and you still have the fighter aspect of the ranger too. That's what drew me to the ranger at first place because he was a subclass of fighter. So I, it, it was, it was just a more interesting fighter to me. It wasn't just some guy, big guy in armor, whacking his sword against something it gave me it gave me a little bit more insight into stuff and since we were in the wilderness a lot it made a lot of sense there also you know there could be uh underground rangers that's good for like dwarves and things like that underdark rangers ones who patrol the dungeons and caves and caverns of the underdark for that kind of thing and you know, there could be druids under there too. You never know, but they would be the protectors of that area. So you have that going for it. I think Underdark Rangers is like really—it's a really interesting concept to me. I might try that one sometime if I ever play in a game with ranger with has a ranger subclass like one e two e or one of the clones or something like that. Whatever clone has it. I know Swords of Wizardry has one. So that's pretty much what I want to talk about for the Ranger. If you want to talk to me about it, you can drop me an email at oldmangrognard at gmail.com or you can drop me a voicemail at Anchor and we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program and I would thank you. And I also want to thank Jonathan and Oliver for supporting my program. Thank you, gentlemen. Okay, I hope you're all going to have a great day today. And until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>